Hey, Nick. What's up? Did you hear about the cow moving in? What? Yeah. Oh, I'll tell you about it. It's a very moving story. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to But Is It Good Movie, where we go through my movie collection one by one every week to find out if that week's choice is a good movie and should be kept in the collection, or if it's a bad one and we should throw that bad boy out. I'm your host, Ish, and with me is my co-host, Nick. That's me. All right, Nick. This week we saw a movie <laughs> called First Cow. Yes, it yes we did. came out in 2019. I think it came out right before, like covid hit yeah like i think covid was around and this was one of the few titles that came out right before okay <clears throat> so i think when this movie first came out it got like a very minor release like very few theaters had it and then uh covid hit so they were like okay we gotta scrap this we'll postpone it release it later on Things got worse, so never got like a full release. But it, then it went on streaming. Okay, so, yeah. This like I never heard of this movie, so I thought this was like a direct to like streaming, basically. Yeah. It basically was. Uh, it wasn't uh, shot that way, but it's an A twenty four film. They had no idea until I saw the title card. <laughs> yeah, and we went in very blind. We knew virtually nothing. The only thing I looked up before watching the movie was um like it's score okay and i was like wow it did really good yeah. like oh lot, the, the rating yeah rating i keep calling it score and everyone's uh, like I oh yeah the score yeah but i guess everyone's like oh oh like how are the music <laughs> yeah no um this movie i a lot of people called it a masterpiece yeah like uh i was i was taken aback by that word because uh that's like that's like a that is like a a title you'll give a a movie like once in a blue moon yeah. like that's a masterpiece yeah like like the batman <laughs> that's a masterpiece <laughs> oh sure it is <laughs> i've yet to see that but i'm sure it is yeah i'm glad we didn't look up too much about this movie because if i would have seen those words a masterpiece going into this movie i would have had way higher expectations oh my god yeah and i would have been i don't want to say i would have been disappointed but i would have been very confused yeah this movie left me confused. Yeah. So, it's made by a director. Her name is Kelly um, Reichard. She directed this and she also edited it. Okay. So, she did both. So she had a lot of control on this movie. Yeah. And I've never seen any other movies by her. This no. is the first one. Yeah, I've never seen any movies by her either. Uh, I was reading up on some of her stuff and it seems like this is very consistent on what she does. She kind of does like a more, um, like a slower pace, a lot, like a lot of wilderness shots, very naturey, and I guess friendship okay. is like a good big thing in her movies. Yeah, that was like a huge theme of this movie mm -hmm. was like the friendship between these two guys. Yeah, and it was very like it was a very chill movie. It was, right? Like, like I didn't feel, like, adrenaline at all, really. Even, like, when there was a little bit of, like, action. And, like, I don't know. I did kind of I, I did kind of smile at their friendship a little bit. So, I feel like that was done pretty nicely. Yeah, I think so, too. Because this movie, 
is about these two guys, um, Cookie and King Lou. King Lou. And it's about how this unlikely friendship has formed into almost like a like an entrepreneurship, like a business of some sort. Yeah, it's like two bros <laughs> who meet on like the most unlikely circumstances in the most unlikely time period. Yeah. Because this takes place in the like the frontier, like probably like around Gold Rush, Oregon Trail style. Yeah. I think it was like around like the 1890s, maybe pre 1900s. Yeah. Uh, 1820s. Okay. Yeah. Um. So, right from the beginning of this movie, I feel like they give you a sense of how, the tone, right? Because the first shot we get is this barge going across a river. So slow. It's so slow. It drags on, but you see it go enter the frame, leave the frame. And, I don't know, at first, when I was watching it, I thought something else was gonna, like, well, like, what is this? And I think it's just, like, to set the mood, right? It's gonna, it's gonna, this movie's gonna take its time. Yeah. It's gonna breathe, and you either gotta accept it, or at this point, turn the movie off. <laughs> yeah, I was very taken back by, like, how drawn out these shots are and stuff like that. Yeah. For me... I do lose a little bit on movies. Mm-hmm. Like when there's like, like, yeah, like I do like long shots when there's like stuff to look at. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the shots that this director did were like, there wasn't a lot going on. And I guess mm-hmm. that is like kind of like, you know, the movie, you know, not a lot goes on, but mm-hmm. like just enough happens. Yeah. It, it is very, um, I think, I don't want to say jarring. Because nothing in this movie is too jarring. Yeah. But it's different. And I haven't seen a movie quite like this in a long time. Yeah. I think it's just jarring in comparison to, like, what we're so used to. Like, yeah. like, like going from Upgrade last week where it was, like, you know, like, high-octane mm-hmm. action. And, like, you know, like, they move the story along pretty quick. You know? yeah. No, yeah. I, I, you're right. It went from a high-octane to, like, something like this, right? Yeah. Where it's very slow and and there's definitely nothing wrong with like slow movies like some of my like favorite movies are like Mm. considered like on like the slower side and stuff like that yeah it's it's weird because like part of me doesn't even want to call this movie a slow movie because i feel like slow is such a negative term when it comes to movies yeah but but i also don't want to call this movie empty either no because it's not empty yeah because there's like you know like it, it, it's like it's like you gotta find like the happy medium between mm-hmm. like the all these words. Yeah. Because like I don't want to label it to someone and be like, yeah, the movie's empty, and mm-hmm. someone's like, well, I don't want to watch an empty movie. <laughs> like, yeah, it, this movie makes me feel, I don't want to say dumb, but it makes me feel not classy enough. Oh my to god. To be on this movie's level. Yeah. Because I I could appreciate the movie, but at the same time. My stupid monkey brain is like, what the fuck's happening? <laughs> yeah, it, it takes a long time for us to figure out like the plot of mm-hmm. the movie. Like, I would argue an hour in. Yeah. Before like the plot of the movie is like actually like shown to us. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have a question. So this movie, it opens up on in modern time, right? And it's, it's this girl with her dog. Yeah. And I don't know what they're doing. They're like foraging maybe there's out chilling <laughs> yeah but she stumbles across 
two skeleton. And she just like, I was like taken back by like how much she's digging. Yeah. Cause like her dog finds a skull and then she just starts digging up these two bodies mm. and she doesn't stop. Like I would stop immediately. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. At, at first I was like, okay, she's going to call the cops. Cause I didn't know this movie was a Western. Yeah. So I was like, okay, what's going on? Oh, she's still digging these skeletons up. All right. But once she digs up the skeletons, we see it's two of them, and it's like a very hard cut. Almost to the point where you don't realize that you went back in time, like over 100 years. Because the only thing I think that gave it away is in modern time, the the shots are kind of, I don't want to say dreary, but there's not that much color. But when it cuts back, it's like full of color. Like the mushrooms are bright yellow. There's vibrant green, and the only thing that is kind of a hint that you're back in time is those boots. You see um, a boot with a hole in it. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, when they did the cut and we are on our main character, mm-hmm. I, I just thought this was, like, a like a homeless dude, mm-hmm. like, foraging in the yeah. middle of the woods, and they're going to meet. Yeah, so knowing mm-hmm. how the movie ends and where it goes, would you, do you think that, that prologue is necessary. With did the, you like the like the girl finding the skeletons? Did you like that? No, or you, no, no. I did not like that. So you think the movie would have been better without that? I think so. Yeah, because like I am in the camp of this movie where it could have been shorter. Okay. Because it's what two hours? Yeah, it's like a little bit over two hours. And I just feel like I get. Like how we talk about like there's long drawn out things, mm-hmm. but I think I I agree with you. I don't think I'm smart enough for this movie, yeah. <laughs> or I could appreciate the movie 100. percent But I think we could have cut like I don't know at least 20 minutes in the in the yeah. beginning part. Probably we could have cut. Yeah, I agree with you. Um, because like, in a way, like it's like it's showing us how it ends essentially. It is. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just the way it was done was like, what's going on? Yeah, you know, I I get it. It's like kind of like a bookend, right? You see the two skeletons and then at the end, the two guys are in the exact same pose. So yeah. you're like, this is where they are. But I don't know. I kind of wish it wasn't there just because the whole time I'm expecting they're going to die. So yeah. it kind of... Um, I don't know, like, minimizes the amount of care I have since I know they're not going to, like, pursue their dreams. I know they're not going to get the thing that they want because they're going to die in this area. Yeah. Like, pretty soon. Yeah, so, like, knowing that they are going to meet their end, Mm -hmm. you know, some movies, like, they show you, you know, Mm -hmm. like, characters die and then, like, it kind of, like, flashes back and stuff like that. And and there's nothing wrong with that. No. I just feel like because, like, it takes a while for us to like get to know these characters and mm. then we just know that ultimately it's like they're dead. Did you forget about that opening scene while you're watching it or was that always like No, because like like I said like that woman just digging up the bodies mm-hmm. and she's just like constantly like pushing dirt back yeah. and exposing them and stuff like that. Like that I was like what the fuck is she doing? Like why is she continuing? Yeah, cuz we never get back to her. Yeah. So like now she just has to explain why there's like two wow. skeletons. Yeah, 
that's gonna be a weird phone call to the cops be like yeah i just couldn't help myself i just dug up everything yeah (laughs) like and thinking about that scene after finishing the movie i was like oh wait is there like a bag full of really old money in that grave or does someone pick it up and i was like oh i bet they stole that money (laughs) yeah yeah so i know you were talking about how this movie could definitely be cut shorter and i i totally agree not even with just like the getting rid of the prologue but also just getting rid of a vast majority of like the first act of seeing cookie with all these like um like hunters yeah poachers yeah so taking place back in like the frontier they're in oregon yeah and he starts off with like a trapping group yeah trappers and so like they go around and they're going to trap animals for their fur mm-hmm. and so it's it's constantly talked about that he's in a lesser group like no one wanted him yeah so like he's with like kind of like the low end of these groups yeah but he is a vital yeah because he's the cook mm-hmm. and then uh like personally i feel like th- that scene of him with the like with that trapping group is pretty needed because you get a good idea of his character yeah. he doesn't have <coughs> he doesn't have much of like a backbone mm-hmm. he's kind of like a yes man he's quiet he's mm-hmm. shy and so i feel like that part is like needed and then yeah. and then you also get the vibe of like how other characters are acting in this world mm-hmm. you know they don't give a shit they're just here for money mm-hmm. like degenerate kind of yeah, and I like that you pointed that out, that he is very different from the rest of the Trappers. Because this whole movie um, shows Cookie, and in a way, King, as very feminine characters, right? There's not a lot of women in this movie. Oh, God. So, it's not having that element in this movie, and seeing how they act and how they're treated amongst everyone else, they are very feminine in nature. And that's not necessarily a like a negative towards the characters but it is very like i don't know I, like refreshing seeing this because everyone's kind of barbaric and like when they're in that trapper group and cookie doesn't really come back with anything yeah uh there's like a fight that breaks out because someone's drinking a little bit too much and the other guy's like you're drinking everything so they just start fighting and cookie's just like all right i'm gonna go back in my tent yeah and and also it's like uh like you you kind of get like the sense of like the world mm-hmm. too it's just like how many other groups are like this mm-hmm. you know and cookie definitely stands out very far and he's also like really nice he is very nice yeah he's generous mm-hmm. and we get to see that when he meets uh king lou yeah where he just finds him he's like running away from russians mm-hmm. and he like offers them a place in this tent and some food and like you know yeah it gives him a blanket because mm-hmm. he is naked when he finds them naked and afraid in the woods yeah and at first when he comes across him i didn't know what was gonna happen right? <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it was really funny <laughs> because king lu doesn't react too much and neither does cookie yeah like Cookie's out there just foraging, looking uh-huh. for food, and then he just kind of looks up, and he's like, twelve inches away yeah. from like King's face, and they're like, "Hi," <laughs> like very awkward. Yeah, and so just from that first encounter, we could tell that 
they're not very aggro people. No. They're both very chill. Yeah. Um, They're just both trying to, like, find their way in life. Yeah. And, in this, like, very weird, like, world. Like, like anything from the past, it's, like, there was no, like, sense of, like, you know, like, who you are, really. Yeah. You know? It's, like, you wake up and you try to find food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, like, you try to find, like, just anything to grasp yeah. onto. And, like, the way of life was, like, so different and stuff like that. So, I feel like this movie kind of shows that, mm-hmm. like, a bit better than, I would say, like, just, like, a general Western. Yeah, because um, you said earlier how everyone's kind of there, like, for money. Or, mm-hmm. like, during the gold rush times. And multiple characters throughout this movie keep saying that this land is, like, the land of opportunity. Or there's a lot of wealth here. Like, just... Um, there to be taken right so i think what king lou's character he kind of wants to like start a business make something of himself right and cookie kind of just wants to follow a passion like he loves to bake yeah so both of these characters i can see how like their paths come across because they help each other out a lot right so, um, working wants to start a business or start something, maybe like a farm and cookie kind of wants to start a business. He wants to start a hotel, yeah. but in essence to have a bakery and to like feed people and like see how happy that makes them. Yeah. Like definitely like King Lao, King Lu, my bad. Not King I, Lao. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just going to call him King. King yeah. wants this grand idea Uh he's like that guy you meet in college that has like so many like silicon valley ideas (laughs) he's like we're gonna make this app and we're gonna get rich Mm -hmm. and then cookie's the guy that's just like i just want to make something or do something that could like impact people's lives Mm -hmm. because like like i said he's a very generous character and Mm -hmm. stuff like that so and i feel like baking's perfect for his character totally because like what better way to like show like generosity or like is the give someone something Mm -hmm. that when they eat it they're like that was really good yeah and probably cookie gets a lot of like enjoyment fulfillment out of that Mm -hmm. meanwhile king is more on the side of like yeah so like he's not inherently like greedy Mm -hmm. but like his but like i guess like on the side of like talking about passion his is mainly just like like to start something that he could call his own yeah yeah and i I don't know if you got this sense. You probably did. Um, but this movie, I feel like, deals a lot with the idea of, like, capitalism and exploitation a lot. Yeah, I can see that. Because, um, like, we've discussed, like, they want to start businesses and, like, a way to do this, like, by exploiting things. <laughs> um, and, like, one of the biggest things that they take advantage of to pursue, like, their goals and, like to be better in life is by taking advantage of this guy's cow, which is the first cow in the region. Yeah. So when we finally meet the cow, we're like, okay, this is it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. Cause what the cow doesn't get introduced until, I don't know, like an, an hour in, right? Yeah. I'd say like when we meet the cow is like when we start to finally get the movie, like rolling, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, there, there it is. That's there, the first it, cow. Like, oh my God. And so, what a perfect opening shot of, like, the cow. It's, like, 
a very majestic shot of this cow on a raft just like, coming in on the river it's such a beautiful cow yeah it's a, it's a brown cow <laughs> mm-hmm. it has better eyes than anyone you've ever seen oh yeah and it's just it's just chilling so yeah like the whole movie when you hear first cow mm-hmm. i was more intrigued just by like it's a funny title yeah and then when you finally like meet the cow you're like oh the cow's not even like a main character it's no. just more of like the the tool to get mm-hmm. the plot going yeah so like in this like town it's like a fort or whatever yeah it's like a yeah a fort i would say there's like a general or like yeah so they keep calling him i think they call him like the chief factor which okay. is he's like the leader of the town or like yeah i yeah he's almost like a governor right and it seems like the only reason he is in power is because of his stature and like his wealth yeah because he is the only rich guy in town yeah everyone else is like poor and i'm 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 assuming this is definitely near like uh like indian territory too Mm -hmm. because you do see a lot of uh indian people and like white men yeah kind of coexisting with each other yeah and uh and so yeah, he gets hit, he gets the cow because he wants cream in his in his tea. In his tea. <laughs> How fucking English of that of him. In the middle yeah. of Oregon, in the middle of a gold rush. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, cuz we learn when that cow came. It came with um a steer and a calf. Yeah. But they didn't make it. Only the cow made it. Only, only the wife made it. Yeah. Which is very sad that is so but like that is like kind of how it goes you mm-hmm. know like there was no proper way to transport animals especially no. as big as it is a cow yeah you know and that gets brought up again later on in the movie with cookie when he decides to go for it because king kind of pushes him towards it he's like yeah let's go do it let's go take some milk from this guy because all he's using it is for his tea is like it's not like he's gonna miss it right yeah so they decide to like sneak in at night while the cow still milk like raising cow. and milk the cow and this is one of, like the other times where we see um cookie kind of show how sympathetic he is and very like emotional because he asked the cow like okay, how hey, are you how are you it's like sorry about your husband and your calf that must be very rough he's like talking to this cow and he's just like and he doesn't show a lot of emotion in this movie but when he does for instance in this movie he like smiles and that's a lot yeah (laughs) because like that's a lot for this character everyone in this whole movie is kind of like gruffy and like very unpleasant and just seeing cookie smile i don't know it kind of warmed my heart a little bit yeah it did (laughs) So, like, just to take, like, a step back. Uh-huh. So, we we get to see uh, King mm-hmm. kind of uh, extend out his gratitude towards Cookie mm-hmm. when they finally meet up again. Mm-hmm. Because Cookie shared his tent with him and stuff. And now King is letting Cookie live with him. Yeah. In his little one-by-one shed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and this is when King realizes that Cookie can bake yeah and like make food and stuff like that and when they go and steal milk for the first time Mm -hmm. he makes biscuits 
Yeah, he does. He makes biscuits. And um, King immediately is like, profit on the month. You yeah. Know, like, all he sees is dollar signs. He's like, I wonder how much someone would pay for these. Mm-hmm. And Cookie keeps talking about, like, they would probably want something sweeter. Yeah. Like, all he's thinking about is, like, what the people would want. Mm-hmm. And King is like, how much would these people pay for it? So, when he makes the biscuits, they already stole the milk at that point, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's how he's able to make them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because yeah, they're just, like, sitting at night and they're doing, like, that bro talk where, like, mm-hmm. King is talking about, he's like, oh, maybe we can start a farm. Mm-hmm. He's like, the hotel's not a bad idea, but, like, a lot of competition, San Francisco, mm-hmm. or whatever they say it is. Yeah. And, and Cookie's just thinking about, he's just like, I'm sick of all the water and flour mm-hmm. cooking, like, I wish we had milk. Yeah, because uh, earlier he saw the, the cow in the field. Yeah. And he was like, I saw a cow in the field earlier. I was like, that was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> He's like really chill. I was like, yeah, I saw a cow. Mm-hmm. But like, just like, I don't know, in today's age, when you're driving on the highway, mm-hmm. and someone goes, there's a cow. And we're like, where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I want to get, uh, I guess, go back a little bit even more to when they re- like regroup, right? Cookie and King. And it's at like this tavern oh, oh yeah like the bar. bar and <laughs> this also shows how feminine this movie portrays cookie as because this big guy comes in with a baby and this other guy is like kind of like talking shit about this huge guy they yeah, so call guy, him like stupid and shit mm-hmm. so the guy turns to cookie and he's like here watch my baby i'll be right back which is very subtle but it is just um expanding on like the idea of like out of everyone in this bar he goes for cookie because cookie is like the most feminine and i guess would it be the better caretaker of this baby (laughs) which eh, i guess not really a good idea because he ends up just leaving the baby there (laughs) yeah which i was really happy about not that he left the baby, but mm-hmm. like the fact that like we didn't have to deal with a baby for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that's the way this was going. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, I really don't want to deal with like yeah. these like two single dads in the middle of like mm-hmm. <laughs> the frontier raising a baby. Yeah, and I yeah I think the only reason that baby scene is there is just to like show how um, feminine Cookie yeah, is. Yeah, he's not like the man's man. Yeah, and he when he goes into the bar, he orders a whiskey, and I feel like he kind of. He, like, forces himself to drink Yeah, he, it. like, cringes a little bit. Which, I, I don't know if it's just, like, the, the the belief that when you go here, this is what a man does. He gets, like, a whiskey. Yeah. Because even when they go back to um, King's Shack, he still ha- he still gets, like, a whiskey, and he's still kind of, like, uh, I don't, I don't know if do I like this. it. Yeah. <laughs> but, did you know, I, what I love about that scene in particular, when they go back to um, his shed... Is King's like, oh, make yourself easy. So what does like Cookie do? He picks up a broom. He just starts sweeping. He goes outside, gets some flowers. Yeah, it's like it's very cute. (laughs) Yeah, I I can't believe how cute Cookie is. Yeah, I I almost want like a like like this is a good movie, but Mm -hmm. I feel like it would have been like a really cool show. Yeah, you know the lives of these two. Mm Because, like, I do want more of Cookie. Yeah, like, 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 the character is really good. And knowing his, like, untimely demise mm-hmm. is set in motion, mm-hmm. it does kind of stink. 
Yeah. You know? And I will give credit to, like, the director for this part and, like, the actors. I could see how they could have taken this a little bit too far and made it almost like a like a very sexual thing. Like, there's some tension between Cookie and King. But there's not. It's a very... It's just, like, they're friends. Yeah. It's a very friendly and, relationship that they have. And I like that. Yeah. Because, like, in movies, there's always, like, a subplot line of mm-hmm. love. Mm-hmm. But, like, in this movie, like... It's just them being friends, and I like that. Yeah, it, you don't see that very often. It's, it is refreshing. And it's not like they try to outdo each other or no. like talk shit. It's like, no, they're just good friends. And they're just vibing, man. Yeah. So when they eventually end up stealing the milk, which is, it's bad, right? You're not supposed to steal, but they're doing it. It, to make money so they could go start a better life, right? So I guess that's like where the exploitation comes out, out of. But um, they decide to go make these oily cakes. Yeah, which at first I was like, the fuck is an oily cake? Yeah, it's just like a donut, right? Yeah. So they kind of test the waters out. I think they make like eight or six of them. And they go to like this market area where they end up, selling out almost immediately yeah they lay down their blanket they put down their oily cakes and Mm -hmm. all of a sudden one goes then seven more go yeah and i love how there's almost like a bidding war at that point for the last one for the last oily cake (laughs) because like someone's like oh yeah it's like five well shells or whatever yeah and then it goes up to like 10 yeah and like (laughs) and when they were saying like all this lingo i didn't know i thought it was just like slang for like know how we say like cash or cheddar or like whatever yeah but it's like when they're like oh i got ingots and some coins and a couple of shells i was like okay cool and then whether he's counting the money out it's like oh those are actual shells yeah like (laughs) i was very take i was like holy shit we're dealing with like sally's seashores yeah it's kind of cool (laughs) (laughs) seashells seashells there we go (laughs) and i like that um Considering this is a, an A24 film, and I'm assuming it's very low budget, because all A24 films don't have that big of a budget, it is kind of cool how this movie did a really good job of making you feel like this is, like, the old, like, western times, and yeah. there is a scene where they're, like, people are playing cards, and there actually is, like, half a coin, and then someone else has, like, one-sixth of a coin, and that's yeah. what they're betting, and it's like, that's kind of cool. Like, you don't see that very often. I know. That was almost, like, cartoony. It's like, I'll raise you half a coin. It's like, it really is literally half a coin. Yeah. (laughs) And all the, like, just, like, the uh, actors and all, like, the set pieces and outfits and stuff. It it was just very cool. Just, like, seeing it. No one, like, stood out too much where it's like, oh, that guy looks like a total cowboy. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But... The one guy I think that did stand out the most in that town, and I don't think he ever buys an oily cake. I don't know if I ever saw him around, but there's, like, this very disgruntled old man who, like, doesn't like them for some reason. Yeah, they walk past him, like, twice, maybe three times at most. Yeah. And he looks like he's just, like, pissed off. Like, he looks like he's, like, oh, my God. Like, I don't even, like, he's just, like, pissed off at the world. Yeah, I feel like he doesn't like them in particular because they don't belong right they don't look dirty like everyone else they're not very like uh like tough yeah they're just these two dudes and 
I don't know. I think that just rubs him off the wrong way. Because uh, when he, we first see him is Cookie goes to town because he just bought a pair of new boots. And they're like shiny new boots. Mm-hmm. And that guy, he's like, those are some fancy boots. <laughs> yeah. And Cookie gets a little self-conscious with yeah. his new boots. Everyone's looking at him and stuff. And it cuts to like him like putting dirt on them. Yeah. Which like I don't think he wants to, but he doesn't want like to stand out. Yeah. As much as he already does. Yeah, because he, he likes I don't know, he likes to feel good about himself. He like this is like one thing that makes him happy. Self care, man. Yeah, because earlier we saw that he he seems very unhappy about his original pair of boots because it has like the hole in them. And he's just like yeah. doesn't really know how to fix them. But then when he ends up finally getting to the fort and getting paid for whatever service they were doing, he that's the first thing he does. He gets these pair of boots to like better his life. Yes, and that's the whole point it's like they're trying to better their lives so they um all those oily cakes big boom right mm-hmm. like it did gangbusters so they decide to go back and like make more oily cakes but in order to do that they have to go get more milk so they have to steal more yeah and that's one of the few parts of the movie that it made me feel very like tense because i didn't want them to get caught yeah so like at this point it's like it's like we love cookie we stand for cookie Uh uh-huh king he's all right i guess yeah but like so like king keeps watching cookie milks the cow Mm -hmm. and he has another moment where he talks to the cow he like pets the side of the cow Mm -hmm. he's like showing the cow affection and they're stealing the milk and like i was in the same boat like fuck like don't get caught yeah please don't get caught yeah, and it's like even the cow likes Cookie because I'm assuming no one else really talks to the cow. The cow's only there to provide for cream. Um, later we see how the chief factor, it's almost like a bragging, right? It's like, look at my cow. Yeah, it's like, look at my Cadillac out back. Yeah. Oh. But I don't know. I just love the relationship between the cow and Cookie. Yeah. You know, it definitely is like this, like, because uh, like, not saying like milking a cow is like feminine, but it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's not like you're butchering it, you know, like no. you're like tending to it, you know, like you're being like cool with it. And I think that's another like way to show like Cookie isn't like gruff. Mm-hmm. No, it's such a like, it's such a perfect pairing between them two because you know, what goes better than milk and cookies? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. I never realized that. <laughs> You know, I sat on this movie for like four fucking days <laughs> and I didn't even realize <laughs> milk and cookies. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. Alright, that's it. It is a masterpiece. It's, it's <laughs> great. It's so subtle. <laughs> ten out of ten. Oh god. So they better their recipe. Next day they come back even harder, right? They got honey to go with their oily cakes and, and cinnamon. They got cinnamon and it's there's a huge line now right yeah word of mouth everyone at this fort wants these oily cakes you hear like just some like chatter chatter amongst like the line some people are like i'm gonna save mine for later and it's like oh yeah, i'm gonna get two this time i was like oh no i heard there's only one per person and it's like oh this person was saving me a spot in line yeah like, no cutting <laughs> And they end up selling out again, but we see a very, very minor character who gets 
screwed out of his oily cake. And then the camera lingers on this one character. And it's, um, I think his name is like Thomas in the movie. Yeah, and he works for the chief factor. He's like the boy. He is the boy. And they, I feel bad for him. They shit on the boy quite a bit. Uh-huh. Yeah. And just from that shot where this is the first time I think we see him. And the camera just lingers on him. He's kind of like licking his lips a little. He doesn't want to leave. But he's like, damn, there's no more. Yeah. And we end up finding out that even though he was such a minor character, he was, I want to say, the most important person in this story. Because he is the one that, in the end, takes the lives of Cookie and King. Yeah. Um, Assumingly, right? We don't see that happen. But he's the only one that's, like, able to track them down. Yeah. Yeah. And part of me thinks it's, like, what if what if that day he didn't get cut in line, right? What if he got his oily cake and, like, there was just, like, something that, like, sparked in him that was, like, makes him like Cookie and King a little bit more. It's like To, like, let them go. Yeah. Would he let him go? I wonder. That is, like, a good point. Like, what if? Yeah. Because this movie doesn't really explore, like possibilities Mm-mm. it's more or less it's just like all right we're stealing milk to make these other cakes mm-hmm. they're a big hit let's just do it again mm-hmm. you know there is no like maybe we should wait a day it's no. like no no you gotta act now yeah and the reason the reason they keep pursuing this and they keep stealing the milk and they keep making only the cakes and going back and selling it is because Eventually, Cookie does want to leave, right? He wants to head yeah. south. Yeah, they've been saving up all this money and putting it into, like, this tree. Yeah, because um, they should put it in a bank. <laughs> I thought they were going to take it to, like, an actual bank. No, just, like, a tree. Just the a tree, tree is the bank. Yeah. But but that scene where Thomas gets cut is mm-hmm. where we learned that the chief, tomorrow, is going to come and buy the oily cake. So you yeah. better save one for him. Yeah, and that was also, like... Oh, shit. Another part. Or like, th- this movie doesn't have a lot of, like, heart-pounding moments. But that was another part where I was like, oh, fuck. I hope he he doesn't notice the milk. But, I don't know. The, the chief is kind of dumb, right? Like, where else would they be getting this milk from? Or these oily cakes? Unless, like, the chief doesn't know that, like, you need milk to make them. No, he knows. because Oh, he, oh yeah, because he says, like, this back in me. London. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, he knows, but... He, it's like Cookie says, like, some people can't imagine being stolen from. Yeah. And he's one of those people, and he kind of comes off as, like, a very dumb character. But I don't think it's that he's dumb. I think that he's just, like, very arrogant and full of himself. And, he, yeah. yeah, he can't imagine anyone, like, daring to go against him he, and stealing from yeah, him. doing wrong. But, like, where do you, where does he think they get the milk from? I, yeah, that is... Yeah, no, that is definitely something I was just like, damn... Because, like, when he gives them the cake, I was like, is this it? Is this how they get found out? Yeah. No. He It's just like, this reminds me of London. <laughs> and he asks Cookie to bake, um, what's it called? Like, like a pancake, basically. Yeah. It's like a, it looks like a very fancy pancake. Mm-hmm. It's because someone's coming over for tea. Yeah. So he's like, can you make this for me? It'll be, like, really impress my guest. Yeah, which, like, we get the sense of, like, that, like, yeah, like, a lot of the stuff he does mm-hmm. is kind of, like, to show, like, a, he's, like, a higher stature mm-hmm. than someone else, you know. He dresses fancy. I think he walks with a cane, maybe. He does, yeah. 
he has a cow. Yeah. <laughs> and I was going to make this, like, fancy pancake for his mm. guests. Yeah, and out of everyone, I guess this guy would be the villain of the movie. There's not really a villain other than yeah. just, like, the situation that they're in. But he would be the most villainous. But it doesn't yeah. even come off as, like, that yeah, bad. It, it's just, like, dudes and Cookie and King. That's basically, yeah. like, how I would describe it. So, <clears throat> Cookie, I guess he doesn't really have a choice, right? He's like, I have to make this thing for him. Or yeah. else it's going to be kind of suspicious. Or I, I don't even think he has a choice to say no. <laughs> yeah. I feel like this is the point where I'd be like, oh, I could do that. Mm. But, like, I don't I don't have any more, like, means to make it. Yeah. You know? Like, he could just lie and say that he's, like, out of milk. Well, he kind of tries saying, like, oh, man, like, I don't have this. And it's like oh can you use like apricots it's like oh apricots are out of season he's like oh how about blueberries and he's like shit yeah i guess i can use blueberries wow. <laughs> he's like and he even uh, i think chief's like i have a blueberry bush you, you could use that and he's like all right i can't say i don't have milk yeah so he has to do this thing for the chief and i think king gets like a little upset at that moment because he's like oh like why why did you agree to this and cook is like i can't really say no yeah because i think at this point that's where they're like talking right they're like cookie wants to leave he's like okay i think we have enough money now yeah but king's like no like hotels are expensive it's like you need more yeah it's like we i think it was like we have enough to get over there Mm -hmm. but we don't have enough to start yeah so it is kind of like that, like, well, come on, just a couple more days and we'll be set. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when they um, when they deliver the, uh, I'm going to call it like a cake, because I, I think that's what essentially it is. Like, it's like a pancake. When they deliver it to um, the chief and I think it's like a colonel or something or a captain. Yeah. Um, his guest. He kind of does it like the chief when he presents Cookie, he's like oh look this is like my baker yeah and like showing off like this cake to him he's like hmm yeah but i think the captain at that point even though he just met cookie already comes off as like a little suspicious when he sees the cake yeah like, how how did you do this yeah because i think it is definitely it's like heathens are over here or yeah. like you know people are poor yeah um and in that scene when they're all talking they're talking about how the fur trade is like kind of doing well but back in like england or france people don't want beaver fur anymore right yeah they're like moving like like trends are changing trends are changing and they're like translating to one of like the natives about how like oh beaver will always be here or something and king kind of speaks out he's like oh yeah when i first arrived i saw how like bountiful like this land is and the chief and the captain kind of look at Cook, at King like... Like, yeah. did we ask you? Yeah, like, how dare you speak, like, to us? And yeah, because he's not white. Yeah. Know? So that's, like, one of, like, the few times where this movie, like, kind of brings it back to reality. Where it's like, oh, yeah, this is, like, the olden times. Like, yeah. people like King, like, aren't in, like, the same level as, like, these people. Yeah, unfortunately mm-hmm and i think they have to like after that goes well 
they go and uh, they see the cow. Yeah, you they know? do. They they go yeah, see the cow. And... Yeah, yeah, the chief's like, you want to go see my cow? Mm-hmm. And then Cookie and King get tagged along. And the cow is, like, brushing up against Cookie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, oh, boy. Yeah, because the captain's staring, and he's, like, even growing even more suspicious. Which is, man, he, he caught on to them quick. Yeah, I think this is definitely where you see, like, it's like, oh, he, like, 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 this dude can see through bullshit pretty quick. Yeah. While the chief is more, like, he, like, he's, like, stuck on this veil of illusion for himself, you know? Mm-hmm. It's like, no one will steal from me, and, like, look how cool my cow is, and, like, he's just thinking about his appearance. He's not thinking about, like, things around him. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so, like, after they leave, King is talking to Cookie, and he's like, you see? Like, the chief has no idea. Like, he he's so stupid. He doesn't realize we're stealing milk from him, so we could keep doing this. Cookie's kind of like hesitant. He's like, "No, I think we have enough now. Like, we should go." Yeah. So I think what they plan to do it one more time or something. Yeah, because they say um like two more days. Yeah, two more days. But it's already getting a little like high pressure because it went from just stealing like one cup of milk to now they're stealing like a lot more. Yeah, because um the king's like, "Oh, two cups. We can make sixty more pieces." Yeah. And because the chief says he's like he's like oh my poor cow like not producing that much milk anymore yeah and, and like Cookie's like oh that's yeah. weird <laughs> like, it's like maybe they're sad and the chief is talking about how soon he's trying to get another um, steer for the cow so they're so, not lonely yeah so then that's another reason why they want to leave because they're like soon there's gonna be more cows in the area. And there's going to be more competition. Yeah. So it's like, you might as well leave now. <laughs> yeah. I know. I think that was their chance to leave, but they they bit off more than they could chew. Yeah. And that's like another part of this movie where I feel like this movie also talks about greed a lot. Yeah. Because it's like, in the end, it's the greed of King trying to get a little bit more, a little bit more. It's also the greed of the chief. Like hoarding this cow and kill like in the end like sending out people to kill cookie and she and king because they stole from him yeah and here it wasn't anything like i guess like detrimental to like the chief if you think about Mm -hmm. it you know they just took a little bit of his like property i guess yeah because it was nothing that like hurt his business or Mm -hmm. like attacked his wealth Mm -hmm. it was something that was just kind of like you know, I'm just gonna scrape off a little piece, yeah. and you'll never know. Yeah, because um, they go back that same night to get more milk. Yeah, just to like, it's like only like two more days or something, and just just by chance, this one night, one of the servants that works for the chief, um, is trying to get the cat back inside, and they hear. I think he like notices them, right? He like either hears I think King King or... is up in a tree and the branch that he sits on breaks. Yeah. And that's when he's like a hundred percent alerted to them. Yeah. He's like people are attacking. Yeah. <laughs> I know from all sides. Quick, get up, get up. Yeah, so everyone chases after them and then Cookie and King get out of there, but when they go investigate what was going on, that's when the captain who was staying over is like, Oh, someone's been stealing from you. Yeah, someone's been milking your cow. Yeah, and instantly, right, the chief's like, 
cookie. He knows who it is. <laughs> yeah. So then this this starts like the final like part of the movie, which is kind of crazy. When we were watching the movie, I remember feeling how like I, I guess bored from the like the beginning of the movie. Yeah. To almost forgetting entirely about everything that because I was like so enthralled in like. I hope they make it. <laughs> yeah, because, like, once the movie... Once you finally learn that, like, the plot is these two friends are trying to just, like, make a better life for themselves and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then like, once that gets started, it's, like, the boring beginning piece is, like, almost, like... It's non-existent, you know? So yeah. It's there to set up, obviously, like, like the land that we're on and the people mm. and stuff. But, like... Definitely, like the beginning is the weakest part of this movie. Yeah, and that's and and that's just coming from someone who is like not artsy. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I feel like um, I don't know. I'm I'm already like not the biggest fan of a twenty four films, and when I saw that like opening, like the little bumper that's like a twenty four, I had two expectations. I was like, this is either gonna be like really violent and kind of fucked up or it's gonna be kind of boring yeah and i guess the first third of the movie was boring but then it kind of picked up and i was really um like invested in this movie yeah i was very surprised because like after watching like the first 20 minutes i was about to be like this isn't for me yeah like can we watch something else yeah (laughs) Like, all these long, drawn-out shots and wilderness and stuff. And we're watching it at night. And I'm like, fuck, man. Like, yeah. I'm so bored. I'm tired. <laughs> and uh, and then all of a sudden, we start to learn more about Cookie and stuff. Like, it is, like, a gradual build. Because, mm-hmm. like, they couldn't just, like, jump straight in yeah. to Cookie and King. They needed this, like, little build-up. But I think it could have been done a little bit faster. Yeah. Do you think um, if we... If they cut all that stuff out from the beginning of, like, meeting Cookie and all that stuff, do you think you would feel as attached to Cookie as you were? Probably not. No, right? So... But, like, I feel like they could have, like, shortened it a bit. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I do think this movie was a little too long. Like I said, cut 20 to 30 minutes and this would have been mint. Yeah, so once, like, the chief finds out that they stole from him, that's where he sends out, like, a party. Like yeah. they're chasing them down and it just becomes like the story of like these two bros on the run from the law yeah like hey like uh dukes of hazard yeah <laughs> um they get separated yeah i think this is where we learn something i don't think cookie can swim no well he doesn't i don't know if he can't swim or if he's just scared because yeah. he doesn't jump yeah so i but i feel like he he can't swim that's like gonna be like my thought process uh-huh just because like i don't know when he's like in the beginning of the movie when he goes out fishing i noticed he did kind of like step weird into the water mm-hmm. to make sure it was like shallow enough that i'm just walk right okay. in okay so i'm gonna say cookie can't swim and right. i feel i feel like that's why he doesn't follow king mm-hmm. okay so, so king takes off swimming yeah he jumps off that cliff <laughs> like quick and uh cookie goes and he like hides which is kind of like more of his personality mm-hmm. is shown in his actions you know yeah, it's, Cookie is a little bit more cowardly. Yeah, instead of just like trying to be out in the open running, he'll mm. he rather hide. Yeah, and because he went that because he went that way, he ends up tripping 
and like busting his head on like a tree or a rock or something. Yeah, he gets like knocked out. And this is a part of the movie I feel like could have been shortened a bit too. Yeah. He gets like taken in by some mysterious Indian. Yeah, he gets taken in by like an old Native American, right? And his wife, I don't know, I think there's a second person in that shack. Yeah. And <laughs> the camera lingers on this guy. This, like, old Native American, like, doing these, like, moves outside of the window. He's, like, doing yoga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it just lingers on him for so much. And it's, like, I, I get it. It is, like, a kind of, like, beautiful seeing, like, this dude just, like, in nature. Just vibing. And I don't know if it's this, like, the director is, like, showing appreciation for, like, the natives and like how like yeah. beautiful like their traditions are but it it did feel a little out of place yeah because the cookie his head hurts <laughs> and uh he, it's bandaged up and then like like the screen's blurry yeah and he's like i gotta find my friend mm-hmm. and then it just kind of like he like passes out again yeah and then we cut to king and king's back at the house mm-hmm. And then that party of people looking for them come and just like trash their place. Oh, that was so sad. That was sad. Yeah, because they trash his house entire. Like they break like the walls and like windows and doors. It's already kind of like a crappy place anyways, but it was home. And it was just that sad saying how it's like, now they really have nothing left to keep them here. Yeah, now, now it's like they got to go quick. Mm-hmm. And then when um, that night when Cookie decides to like, okay, I'm going to leave now. There's just like these wolves. It was like yeah. standing guard. Yeah, so he like tries to leave and there's this these wolves chilling. Yeah. And then he just goes right back inside. And I was like, this is such a weird scene. Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't get it. Like, like I feel like that could have got cut. Yeah, out of like just like this in- intensity of like this chase and like them running for their lives, it did feel a little out of place having Cookie just like being concussed in this guy's house. Yeah, I feel like... Yeah, like, I feel like if they just skip this part, like, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe if Cookie, like, still hit his head, yeah. but, like, he just kind of, like, groggingly, like, found his way back mm-hmm. to King, you know, would have been nice just to kind of cut that whole scene. Yeah, but he eventually ends up leaving and heading back to King's house, and when he arrives, he looks a little sad because he thinks... King left. King, yeah, he's like, King left, and then we see King, like, through the window, he's like, Cookie. <laughs> yeah, and so, like, they meet back up and shit, and... Mm-hmm. It, I smiled. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, oh, he did stay. Yeah. Because, like, I think we know that they, that, like, he was going to meet back up with mm-hmm. Cookie because we know the two skeletons. Mm-hmm. From the beginning, yeah. And I feel like that's another reason why I feel like that beginning part should have got cut. I think so, too. Yeah, it's, it, so took, that, it took like, away so much. So that, because we knew King was coming back. Mm-hmm. It still made me smile that he, you know, he didn't leave him. But I don't know. I feel like that would have been a nice little, like, thing to figure out for yourself. Yeah. So, they end up, like, okay, we gotta go. So, they leave. And I don't know how much time passes as they're trying to escape. But while they're escaping, going through, like, the brushwood and everything, we um, see Thomas. He's, like, the only one. He's, like, tracking them. Yeah, he, like, follows them and he sees them. And while they're running, Cookie's, like... I have to, I have to rest because yeah. he still has like a concussion. I'm assuming, so he lays down and like falls asleep. And at that point, I was like, I think Cookie's dead. Yeah, I think I think that's when Cookie dies. 
because but, he has like he has very shallow breathing and you see his chest moving up and down a little bit but it's like very like faint so i think yeah. it's like i think cookie is done for and king kind of looks out of the bag of money and i was like i don't know if he was gonna leave but knowing the skeletons are there so i was like he's not gonna leave obviously he's gonna stay with cookie so he decides to like lie down with him he's like yeah this is a good place to rest yeah so he keeps the bag of money behind him and he lays down with cookie mm-hmm. and then this and then is this like, ends yeah this is the other hard cut of the movie the beginning was like the hard cut of transitioning from modern times to back in the old western times and this is like the second cut where it just ends yeah no gunshot we don't see <laughs> thomas approaching we just the camera lingers on cookie and king just sleeping and it ends that's it yeah and i think i, I like that a lot <laughs> yeah yeah i do like that hard cut uh it was pretty only because we know what happens to them mm-hmm. so if they cut out that whole beginning yeah and then they still did that hard cut at the end would you still like it i don't know because i would be like what happens do they die do they yeah. make it but knowing the beginning that they did die it kind of gave me closure I like that we didn't see them gunned down and, like, super bloody. and, and Yeah. It was, like, a very, like, peaceful, like, yeah. death. Like, they, like, died together. They died in their sleep. And I, I don't know. I like that. I like how, like, this movie didn't, like, fuck them over. It, like, it showed them gracefully leaving the movie. Yeah, it did. Yeah. I think you pointed this out when we finished the movie. Mm-hmm. You were, like... I think you hear like extra footsteps at the end of the movie, which is like Thomas, yeah, yeah. approaching, which you know, I feel like is like a nice touch, mm-hmm. you know, to anyone who was like confused if you had picked up on that. Yeah, I think so too. Um, yeah, so let let's um, take a break here, and then we'll come back. Maybe I'll have some trivia. I don't know, Ooh. and then we'll give like our final thoughts, and we'll find out what we're gonna watch next week. with some dairy good trivia <laughs> I, hate, I hate you so i i don't have that much for you nick but here's a couple that i saw from imdb so slow elk was suggested as an alternate title as that's how cattle were known to oregon's first people as like a slow elk is still a slang term for cattle used by big game hunters in some western states i feel like first cow was way better of i think so title. too i feel like slow elk i would have been very confused on why i would call that yeah it would have been a very like even add to like how artsy this movie is oh my yeah <laughs> i know it kind of would have made me groan a little bit not gonna lie so i don't know how you pronounce this i'm i'll, I'll try it's either like I claw clafutis or clafutis, which is like the thing that they oh, want cookie oh, to make. Oh, the pancake. Yeah. It's a French dessert consisting of a layer of fruit, traditionally black cherries, covered in batter, baked, dusted with powdered sugar, and sometimes served with cream. Mm. So in case you didn't know what that was, like, I don't know what that was. <laughs> uh, I know the book, the movie is based on a book called The Half-Life. And I was, like, doing some research on the book. And I guess the book 
is like a lot longer and it cuts from the 1800s back to modern time a lot it like cuts back and forth and like they end up going to like china and like they go on like a lot of adventures and like oh, they, cookie and king yeah oh and i think king is like two characters from the book like mixed into one for the movie okay and i don't think the cow part is in the book either oh okay so that's like so so like first cow is like it takes the characters from the book mm-hmm. and does its own little like yeah it's like its own little like short story thing oh okay um that's I, pretty cool actually i'm not gonna lie yeah i know the director uh jonathan raymond and i mean the, the writer jonathan raymond f- who wrote this book and the director like um they did a lot of work together for this movie so okay. i think he like worked on like the screenplay and stuff gotcha um so here's some like some goofs so uh cookie mentions that he wants to have a business in san francisco right um but the film is set in the 1820s when san francisco has not officially been named oh okay so i guess if you're like a history nerd you're like oh actually (laughs) um actually it's not it's the provenance of (laughs) (laughs) and here's one thing that did bother me and i wanted to point this out earlier so when the girl like when the woman in the beginning of the movie and she's like digging up the skeletons right those bones are like in pristine shape oh god yeah and they're like only like like two inches deep yeah like the skull was like peeking out and it's had like no protection it was like a very shallow grave and it's like two centuries old like those bones were disintegrated by them yeah probably so that's like another part of the movie that i was like i don't know if i buy that (laughs) yeah um another part from the movie and i don't know if you knew this nick but did you know that the cow from first cow actually has a name no i did not yeah is it honeydew the cow's name is evie or Eve. oh I bet that cow got so much love on set. Oh, I'm, Probably sh- I'm every, sure. Probably everyone was going over that cow, I bet, and just petting the fuck out of the cow. Yeah. Like, giving it so much love. All right. Um, that's all the trivia I have. I don't know if you had any. No, I had no trivia. <laughs> um, for a movie that... I, I don't know. I didn't really... The only person I recognized from this movie was a chief actor. Because he's in, like harry potter and like jurassic yeah. world and stuff but yeah. everyone else no idea all fresh faces for me yeah i knew cookie only because of orange is the new black yeah he plays Vinny. okay yep uh i think i kind of recognize one of the like the trackers at the end like the irish guy yeah i feel like he makes cameos in like a bunch of movies but i'm not too sure yeah so okay nick Give me your final thoughts for this movie. So after initially watching First Cow, I mm-hmm. was I didn't know how to feel about it. Okay. And I'm glad we took a couple of days. Well, my voice was bad, but <laughs> I took a couple of days to really sit, sit on the movie. And I think I think it's a good movie. Okay. Um, my only problem mainly is it's it's a little bit long for me. Yeah. A little too drawn out. Maybe a little artsy for me. Mm-hmm. It's a hard recommendation, though. Yeah. Because, like recommending Super 8, 
or upgrade mm-hmm. movies that didn't do super well in the box office. I know there's an audience for these movies. Mm-hmm. First Cow is a tough sell. Yeah. Because it's like, how do you... Because you can't tell someone the plot of the movie, I don't think. No, because I think that would just like mislead them. Yeah, because <laughs> like... They're going to be looking at their watch for like the first like 25, 30 minutes. Be like, when the fuck are they baking? Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like it's a tough movie to sell. If you know any like people who are like not pretentious. <laughs> that was my first thought. Cinephiles. People, yeah. People who are really into like, you know, like underground mm. or like movies you never heard of. This is their movie. Yeah. You know, like this is perfect for them. Um. People who love cinematography would mm-hmm. probably like really dig this movie with the long shots, how everything was set up. Oh my god, we didn't even mention that, but this movie was shot in four by three. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> and it fits really well. Yeah, and um, yeah. So because it's a tough recommendation, I don't know if I was making my own movie collection, I wouldn't put it in it. Okay. But that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Yeah. This is just something that I would not ever turn to and be like, oh, I have an extinguished guest over for mm-hmm. for cream and crumpets. And we're going to watch First Cow. Mm-hmm. No. So. Yeah. You know, I, I I agree with you. I do think it is a good movie. Uh, but is it like do you, I think it belongs in my collection? And I don't know like it's it's like you said right it's such a hard recommendation even like the synopsis which i just like i just found it right now it says like a skilled cook has traveled west and joined a group of fur travelers in oregon though he only finds true connection with a chinese immigrant also seeking his fortune soon the two collaborate on a successful business i don't know i feel like yeah that's what the movie's about but it takes a while to get to any of that. <laughs> yeah, I feel because like when you make synopsises and stuff, you you're trying to get the entire plot of the movie for the general audience. Yep. It should be more like, <laughs> do you like slow burns? Yeah. You know, like it's almost like it's like it's like if you like this, this, and this, mm-hmm. this is a good movie for you. You know, like are you cool with like artsy shots? Mm-hmm. Um, like a period piece then maybe this is a good look for you yeah yeah i i guess it's like as a period piece i do think it's one of the best period pieces i've seen in a very long time or ever (laughs) it's like the most believable yeah um mainly because like it wasn't like very far out there with a premise it was very simple and what i liked about it was i feel like when you watch a lot of westerns it's a lot of like ripping two and cowboys like blowing like their pistols but there's hardly any guns in this movie until like the very end and i think they only like shoot a gun like once yeah like once or twice so that was really cool um the movie shot in four by three and it's such a personal like frame so i think we like that also adds to like how much of a connection we feel towards the characters because it is a very personal and like when they take up a shot, they take up the shot. Like yeah. we see a lot of like, like the very subtle emotions that they portray, especially Cookie. Mm-hmm. Like how we mentioned earlier, how it's like when Cookie smiles, that makes you feel good. <laughs> yeah, 
Because he's, like, generally, like, this, like, a sad character. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not, like, even though the movie lingers on a couple of shots for a little bit too long, I think it's not wasted. Because it, since it is such, like, a very, like, narrow frame, there's not a lot of, like, empty waste yeah. of that frame. Everything in those frames are either so it could show you, like, the environment, what's happening, or, like, just, like focusing you on what like the movie wants you to focus on instead of like your eye darting here and there um, yeah i do like this movie i i like it a lot don't know any time i'll ever watch it again no i feel like this is like a one and done movie i i think so too um i don't know yeah like i don't know many people who are like art house lovers who, who i could be like you need to watch first cow it's like amazing yeah um but I am very surprised that when we watched this last night, we watched it with a couple of people, and one person ended up saying that they really loved this movie. Yeah. And, like, I was very surprised. They were like, yeah, I like this movie a lot, so maybe I'll just give it to them. Yeah. (laughs) And so they could keep it in their collection. Um, What I will will say about this movie is this movie is very chill. Yeah. Yeah, It's a very chill movie. If you go to this movie and you're like, a little nappy you uh-huh. you might fall asleep and then that's not a bad thing yeah says there's this like i said it's a very all right now before we said like uh-huh. empty is not a good word the movie is simple yeah it's a very simple movie it's very simple it's right to the point mm-hmm. and yeah like i said i think this would have been way more fun to watch as like a maybe like a short like short mini series yeah because i kind of just want more cookie in my life yeah <laughs> But, yeah, good movie, hard to recommend. Yeah. Is the best review of the movie I could mm-hmm. give. Yeah. I, man, I think this is, like, one I, of, like, the first movies that's, like, it's good, but it's not for us. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, I wouldn't put it in the collection. No. Um, oh, man. That's awesome. I am glad that uh, <laughs> so far it's a wide variety of movies. We've gone from, like, yeah movies that are, like very underground <laughs> yeah to like raunchy comedies and i like this like art house movie yeah so and it's it's kind of funny because like the movies we put on the wheel last time kind of looking for a stinker yeah <laughs> just because everything we've like done has been like oh i love it oh i love it uh-huh. and it's like maybe we should finally get a movie in there that like we don't like yeah and then when you see first cow you're like how good can that be yeah. it turns out good yeah <laughs> you know i think if we would have filmed I mean, and not film, but I think if we were we would have recorded this episode the day after, my opinions would have been very different. I could see movie. that. But just because we did take a couple of days, um, before we recorded, this movie like lingered and marinated a little bit more in my brain. So like, I think because of that time we took off, it made me like the movie and appreciate it a little bit more because because I kept thinking about it just because I knew we were gonna record this soon. So I was trying not to be too forgetful. And, like, the more I thought about this movie, the more I was like, yeah, I like that. I, I did like that. And, like, it made me think about, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, th- those guys were, like, really good. I, I did like seeing them a lot. <laughs> yeah. I'd say I couldn't give this movie the masterpiece title. No. Unless it got a little bit shorter. Yeah. And I feel like that's just, like, a personal hot take on it. You, you know what this would have been good as? This story would have been really cute as, like, a 
maybe like an eight episode slice of life anime oh my god <laughs> make cookie and king into an anime i would have cried at the end oh my god because <laughs> that's what it felt like just like a slice of life movie yeah it was not very high stakes i don't know but let's find out what we're gonna watch next week Ooh. um we got all right so on this week's wheel we got a couple of um movies that we've had on the wheel before so we're just gonna give them another chance we got the innkeepers again the others charlie's angels attack the block shin godzilla the scorpion king they live and scooby-doo let's go is this week's gonna be is it gonna be scooby-doo's chance so can i just say Uh uh-huh so obviously how i said before you know we're putting a couple maybe Uh stinkers scorpion king and stuff like that what do you want to happen for the wheel like what are your hopes um i don't i don't know because there are there are a lot of movies in my collection that i haven't seen yet so i know some of them are going to be boring but when it comes to bad movies it's it's hard right because some bad bad movies for me it's like yeah they're bad but they're fun yeah and i think i prioritize fun over good i guess okay (laughs) so i don't know i i don't know there's a couple of movies on this list that i haven't seen yeah i'd say like half the half that list i've seen well let's give this bad boy a spin and see what happens oh so close (laughs) oh i've never been so disappointed in my life all right are you ready for this do you can you smell what this movie is cooking nick it's not scooby-doo and i'm really sad no (laughs) it is the scorpion king i think one of the rocks debut movies yeah oh my god and i've never seen it no i haven't seen this movie since i was a child and so the 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 only reason why i like picked it Uh as like for the wheel is just because like i i just hear things about this movie um i where i used to work there was a guy who was like he he had a t-shirt for the scorpion king he quoted the movie a lot so like i have a little bit of high hopes for like this to be like a fun movie to watch i don't remember it being good (laughs) (laughs) i hear it's bad (laughs) um so maybe we will we'll finally get one where we'll be like this movie sucks (laughs) dude this movie is like it reminds me of of my dad because, like, we went to go see this movie. Oh, shit. And, I yeah, whenever I think of this movie, I think of him. He bought me, like, the Scorpion King on the GameCube. Oh, that's sick. <laughs> so, I, that was a game I played a lot growing up. So, I don't know. I'm kind of excited to see this movie. Yeah, I'm, me too. I can't imagine it being any good. But I wonder how fun it holds up. Like, yeah. in my head, I think of this as, like, oh, man, that was a good time. But, you know... As of recently, I want to say like last year, I tried watching a movie that I had a lot of fun with as a kid. I couldn't get 10 minutes into it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that definitely happens. Um, that's funny enough. So like Scorpion King reminds you of your dad. Charlie's Angels reminds me of my mom. Really? Because my mom was like, 
it was like we used to like movie nights uh-huh. and i was like we all picked movies but, but my mom never picked anything and, and finally she picks a movie as charlie's angels <laughs> and i just remember like my dad being like this movie sucks <laughs> and my mom really liking it because it was like a girl movie yeah. like like they're all badass so i was kind of hoping for that one i'm not gonna lie scooby-doo was like a childhood one but I'm excited to see Scorpion King though to finally yeah. get. I was, I was about to say my stinger wet, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. you know we'll recycle these movies for the wheel, and we'll we'll just add a new one to replace Scorpion King. Okay, but um, yeah, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, I hope you enjoyed our take on the first cow. As some people who are not very artsy fartsy. <laughs> We're just, you know, your average Joe's movie lovers. We could appreciate a smart, artsy movie, but it's not our thing. Yeah. And if you're interested in it, I say give it a watch. Yeah. Because, I don't know, I feel like it's definitely, like, give it a shot, you know? That's one of those movies that's, like, if you have the time and enough of an, of an interest, give it a watch. It's not going to hurt. <laughs> Yeah, no, definitely an attention span is needed. Yeah, the cow is very cute. I will say that. Yeah. If if anything, just go look at the cow. Yeah. <laughs> I want that poster. I want a first cow poster. That would be pretty <laughs> sick to have, though. Um, yeah. Uh, please uh, rate and review us wherever you listen to your podcast. Uh, if you want to watch along, you can watch Scorpion King. Maybe you'll have similar takes on us next week. Yes. Uh, anything you want to add, Nick? Um, and if you guys have any movie recommendations that we could throw on the wheel, let us know. We're mm-hmm. always looking. Mm-hmm. And I think that's all I got. Yeah. Uh, I know we have an Instagram. I haven't updated it. I will update it soon. <laughs> Forgot we had an Instagram. But, yeah. Thanks for listening. All right. See you guys later. Peace out. Bye. Bye.